I'm Not a Gentleman is a production of ChaseAndRider.com. The lapels are going to be really thin. Nothing dates a jacket more than the size of the lapel. Those suits are from an era where people were wearing skinny ties, another dated accessory. So that's why those lapels are skinny to kind of pair with those skinny ties. Well, I don't know which one came first, the lapels or the ties, but basically it's from that era, you know? So when you're reading GQ magazine, that's what you would see on there. So unfortunately, this is where those suits get their styles from. Yo, what up? Welcome to I'm Not a Gentleman, the show designed to help you look stylish without following trends. I'm your host, Vladimir Riche from ChaseAndRider.com and your favorite menswear YouTuber's favorite menswear YouTuber. I've helped dozens of clients and hundreds of students and viewers feel more confident by looking their best and always making a great first impression. One thing that I realized that we do as men is wait last second to really put together what we're going to wear for, for an occasion. Women do that also. Typically, I see my wife will go and buy something right before an event. But I feel like women can get away with it better than we can. Because when you're talking about a suit, for example, there are a lot of things that come with the suit. It's not just a woman buying a dress. You got to think about the shirt. You got to think about the tie. And waiting for the last second, it's not doing us any favors. So... That ends up costing us because we end up just buying anything because we don't have the proper time to really take things into consideration. And this is exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode. That way you're always ready and you don't have to rush and just buy anything. Intro. Back in that, back in that bag again. Whoa, whoa. Welcome to episode 21 of I'm Not a Gentleman. A couple months ago, I did an Instagram reel where I said why you shouldn't buy your suit from J. Crew or Banana Republic. And since that was a short video, I wanted to expound on it more. And this is what this episode is going to be about. But as I was saying in the intro, as men, we always wait till the last second to get stuff. And this is me speaking strictly from experience, man. I remember I was going to a wedding one time. I had the suit, but I didn't have the shirt. We're talking about this is around 2008. Also, 2007, somewhere around there. And I was going to a wedding and I knew I wanted to wear a white shirt because reading online is telling me that white shirts is what you should be wearing to weddings. And at that time, I didn't really have a white shirt. So I went to the mall last second, tried to find a white shirt, could not find one. I even went to Bruce Brothers for whatever reason. They didn't have my size, which is odd. Then I went to a store called Lord & Taylor, couldn't find a white shirt, went to Banana Republic, couldn't find a white shirt. I ended up settling for a cream shirt. And the fit was pretty bad. The sleeves were definitely longer for my arms because they didn't even have my size in that color either. But I had to settle for a cream shirt that didn't even fit well. So that would have never happened if I were to be ready because this was a wedding, so it's not like... It was something out of the blue. I knew this was coming. I just waited and waited and waited until the Thursday before the wedding, which was happening on a Saturday, to go and get a shirt. So this is something that we do a lot as men. 
I mean, obviously, I don't do that anymore. I have a closet full of stuff. I never have to worry about getting ready. I'm always ready, you know. Um, but most men aren't that way, especially if they don't wear a suit that often. And this is the reason also, sometimes I'll be speaking to someone who knows what I do, and they'll be like, I don't need your services because I never wear a suit. And I'm saying to myself, you never go to a wedding? Those are the kind of people who wait till the last second to buy stuff. You don't have to wear a suit all the time in order for you to be ready, man. You know, So I always tell people, you should have a nice outfit in your closet that you can pull out when the situation calls for it. Actually, if you don't wear a suit that often, it's even more of a reason for that time when you do have to wear a suit that you step out looking your best. And watch how much you like it when you start getting a ton of compliments. Although I tell people don't put too much stocks and compliments. But when you know you're doing something well, the compliment is just the cherry on top because you already know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But guys wait till the last second to get stuff, man. And it never works out well. And that's how we end up buying our suits at the mall. You know what I mean? That's why we end up going to a J. Crew, Banana Republic. And those types of stores. Before I go any further, so when I was talking about the reel that I had posted on Instagram, someone had commented, he really got me upset too. He was saying that guys like me are being paid by these brands that I recommend. And this is bad advice because a lot of people can't afford those types of suits. And the reason why it really pissed me off is because the suits that I was referring to are the same price or less than some of the suits that you would get from J. Crew or Banana Republic. So this is not a price thing. This is a, if you knew better, you do better kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm here to share what I know. And that's exactly what I was doing in this video. But this dude took it wrong, so I had to get at him in the comments. When you go get a suit from J. Crew and Banana Republic, in most instances, you are buying something that's going to be dated. And when I say dated, I'm speaking of something that's part of an era. So when someone that knows sees it, they can tell automatically this is a suit from the early 2000s. And one thing that I preach is classic menswear. Classic menswear, for the most part, doesn't change. Of course, there are variations. Of course, there's room for individuality within it. But the principles do not change. Versus when you're getting your suit from J. Crew and Banana Republic, you're getting a piece of clothing that's clearly from a, a different era. And let me tell you what I mean. And once again, I'm speaking from experience. I used to work at Banana Republic part-time because we used to get a 50% discount. So I worked there strictly to buy suits. This is when I first started getting into suits and I had to wear a suit for work. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to start working for all time at Banana Republic so I can buy as many suits as I can at 50% off. So most of my closets was Banana Republic. Then I graduated from Banana Republic to J. Crew. I didn't work at J. Crew, but at that point I realized that J. Crew suits looked even better than Banana Republic suits. So I started buying my suits from them. And here's what I found. With most J. Crew and Banana Republic suits, the lapels are going to be really thin. Nothing dates a jacket 
more than the size of the lapel. Those suits are from an era where people were wearing skinny ties, another dated accessory. So that's why those lapels are skinny to kind of pair with those skinny ties. Well, I don't know which one came first, the lapels or the ties, but basically it's from that era, you know? So when you're reading GQ magazine, that's what you would see on there. So unfortunately, this is where those suits get their styles from. And I didn't know any better. I didn't even realize that the lapels were that thin back then. Now the ties, I knew the ties were thin, but the lapels, I didn't realize that they were thin. Not that I had anything against that back then anyway, but I didn't even realize that was a thing. So that's the first part that you're going to realize with those um, those types of suits. The second thing is the buttoning point is going to be too high on most of them. We'll be right back. Yo, real quick, I got something very special to share. Are you ready to elevate your style game? Well, I got just the thing for you when you want to cost you a dime. Introducing my latest ebook, The 7 Style Mistakes That You're Making Right Now. It's packed with insights to help you up your style game. In this exclusive guide, I break down the common pitfalls that many of us fall into. From fashion faux pas to overlooked details, I got you covered. You'll learn how to turn heads for all the right reasons and boost your confidence in any situation. So are you ready to transform your wardrobe and leave those style mistakes behind? Head over to I'mNotAGentleman.com or click the link in the show notes to grab your copy of the 7 style mistakes that you're making right now. It's a game changer and it's 100% free. Thanks for tuning in today. And remember, style is a reflection of who you are. Let's make sure you're sending the right message. Grab your copy now and let's embark on this style journey together. Until next time, stay stylish. And the buttoning point is the button that you button on a two-button suit. So that's the top button. Ideally, the buttoning point should be around your belly button, like in that area. It could be slightly higher. You definitely don't want it lower. That's too low. But it could be slightly higher, maybe like an inch above your belly button, but you want it to be in that area. Those suits from those stores or more around your sternum. And once again, this is something that I've never even realized. Number three, the armholes are going to be too low. And what happens when you're wearing your jacket is, let's say you were to lift up your arm, the whole jacket is going to lift up. Versus if you're wearing a proper suit jacket, when you move your arm, only the shoulder part is going to lift up a little bit, not the entire jacket. So it gives you a better range of movement. And number four, those jackets are going to be cut relatively slim because that's the trend. That's what guys like. And when I say guys, I'm talking about guys that are fashion forward, that think that they know about menswear. Those guys love to wear really tight suits. I was one of those guys as well. And uh, speaking of weddings, I remember when I was going to my brother-in-law's wedding, 
Uh, my wife and I went to the Garden State Mall in New Jersey. I went to the J. Crew store and got myself a J. Crew suit. And it was a Ludlow suit in like a charcoal color. And I loved that suit. I had no idea that the lapels were thin, that the buttoning point was high. Now, I knew it was kind of slim. And back then, I was bigger than what I am right now. And I didn't care because I wanted my suits to fit me tightly, if you will. Fitted, another word for it. But I really loved that suit. You couldn't really tell me nothing. The material was good. That's one thing about them. They had good materials on their suits. But the styling was all wrong. I didn't know any better. Now, let's move on to the trousers. The first thing with their trousers is they're going to be very slim. And there's nothing that you can really do about that. That's just the way that the trousers are cut. Um, Number two, the trousers are also going to have a low rise. So ideally, you want the rise of the trousers to be around your natural waist, which is where your belly button is. So what you want is when you button your jacket, your shirt should not be visible because remember I was saying that the buttoning point of the jacket should be around your belly button. And now I'm telling you that the waist of the trousers should also be around your belly button. So when they meet, there shouldn't be any room for the shirt to peek through. This is what I refer to as the dreaded triangle. And this is one thing that you see a lot when guys get dressed now. Not now. It's been like that for a while. But this is something that you'll see a lot because the rise of the trousers are too low and the buttoning point of the jackets are too high. So you have a few issues there. And those are some of the things that you're going to encounter with their trousers. The third thing, that one is more of a, um, of a preference thing. I don't wear a belt. I wear suspenders. And I like my trousers to have side tabs and... Um, no belt loops. But with those kind of suits, you're not going to find that. You're going to find belt loops and you can put suspender buttons in there. But once again, because the rise is low, it's not going to look right. So when you're wearing suspenders and those type of things, you want a high rise because you're going for a classic menswear look. You know what I mean? And I don't even really fault them because most men, 99% probably, prefer to wear a belt as opposed to suspenders. So they'll be really confused. They still have to sell suits at the end of the day. So I understand them not having those things on there. But there are certain stores where their trousers are cut right. And you can put suspender buttons in there and you can have the belt loops removed and you'll still look decent versus with those type of stores, you can't do that because the trousers are already wrong to begin with. So nothing that you can really do to fix that. The fourth thing, also a stylistic thing, I love pleats on my trousers. You'll never find pleats at those stores. It's going to be flat front trousers. Pleats play two functions. Number one, they'll look better because it has some kind of visual interest. And number two, it's going to open when you sit. So therefore, it gives you more room in the waist of the trousers. So you'll never find those things at J. Crew or Banana Republic. So those are my reasoning for saying that you shouldn't buy your suits at those types of stores because there are a lot better things out there for you. 
then I want you guys to do better. This is why I do this podcast. This is why I record my videos. But this happens because we wait until the last second. So when you buy a suit, you have to give yourself time because if you do find a suit that you like off the rack, you still have to get it tailored. And that takes time. If you're dealing with a really good tailor, chances are he has a big clientele. So it might take two weeks for you to get your garments back. And even when you do get it back, you may still need more alterations to correct certain things. So all these things take time. That's why you shouldn't wait till the last second to do things. So if you're somebody, like I was saying, who doesn't wear a suit all the time, then that's even better because now you have all the time because you're not wearing the suit next week. You know what I mean? So get with somebody like me who can guide you. And you might not have to wear the suit for five, six months. Who knows? But you'll be ready when that time comes. So what do I recommend instead? Well, if you live in, a, in the States, is a store like Suit Supply. I'm not saying that Suit Supply is the end or be all. It's not, but it's a million times better than a J. Crew or a Banana Republic. You're going to find more classic suits there. You don't have to worry that this suit style is from the early 2000s. And you're going to find trousers and jackets that fit well. But you do have to be careful because one thing about suit supply, a lot of their workers like the slim look. So sometimes they'll also try to guide you towards those kind of looks. So you do have to be firm when you go there and tell them exactly what you want. You don't want something that's slim. You want something that fits. Even if you have to bring pictures so you can show them how you want your suits to fit. So that's one thing. Go there with a clear game plan so that you walk out with the right thing. But they do have the right things there. And where they really shine, like I like to tell people, is with their custom program. Because usually they can turn those around within a month. And there you can choose everything from the fabric to the style. Like I was saying, I like pleats. I like side tabs, suspenders. Sometimes you may not find those off the rack. Although they do have some styles that do have those things. From what I remember, I don't know if they still do. Um, but you can definitely get something custom made there. So that's what I would recommend. Um, there are stores at the mall, like in those big stores, like the Nordstrom's and those type of stores where you can find some nice suits. But typically, those are going to cost you more. So those are going to be over $1,000. So because of that, I know a lot of guys probably won't be interested. And uh, I feel like if you are going to be spending that kind of money, it's better to get something custom made where you get to choose everything that goes into it. But there are certain stores in the mall where you can still get some good suits. It's just going to cost you a lot of money from 1000 to like five, $6,000. But Suit Supply, like I was saying, is a store that's available in most states. Well, I don't want to say most states, but most of the big cities should have a Suit Supply. And if they're not in your city, hopefully they're within driving distance. And they also do have an online presence and they usually deliver really quickly and you can return things pretty easily too. But when it comes to suits, 
it's always best to try them in person at least the first time and then going forward once you know your size then it's easier to buy things online and with suit supply you can even design a custom suit online so you don't actually have to go there in person if you live in Canada one store that I recommend is Spay and McKay although they only have one store and Canada is a really big country but they do have a showroom in Toronto that you can go in and look at their stuff and get measured and get a custom suit made there as well if you want something different from what they have off the rack or if they don't have your size. And just like Suit Supply, they also have an online presence. But like I was saying, it's always better if you can go in to try them in person. Although with me, I have a lot of spear and monkey suits and I've never been in one of their stores. So I had an idea what size I was by looking at their, their sizing chart online and also asking questions. And I was able to figure out my size. And, um, you know, I've been good. I've graduated to their custom stuff after that. So I was able to make minor adjustments to their off-the-rack sizing to, to have even better fitting suits. So that's one store that I've used in the past that I would recommend. And in case if you're not sure what exactly I'm talking about, so, for example, store like Suit Supply, you're going to find lapels that are around three and a half inches. So that size of lapel is a timeless size because you don't ever have to worry about that going out of style. And also you're going to find that the waist of the trousers are high enough so you don't have that dreaded triangle. In most cases, the rise is not going to be at your belly button. It's going to be a little bit lower, but it's going to be around that. Versus if you're dealing with, let's say, Spie and McKay, it's the same thing as far as most of their suits. But they do have a style called the Neapolitan style. So for that one, they definitely have higher rises. They have bigger lapels. The smallest lapel they have is four inches in that style. And um, you're also going to find that the rise is around your belly button, which is ideal. Personally, I like the rise even higher on mine than what comes with the Neapolitan style of Spie and McKay. But that's what I get when I do custom with them. Because when you do custom, you can have the rise be an inch higher than what comes off the rack. But it's still high enough for most people. You know what I'm saying? So those are the things that you should be looking for when you're buying your suits off the rack. And those are the things that you're not going to find at your Banana Republic or J. Crew or Men's Warehouse and those types of stores. And as I was saying, man, those suits from J. Crew and Banana Republic, they're going to retail depending on the suit, from about 400 to like $600, man. So those suits aren't cheap. But when I'm speaking about Suit Supply or Spear and McKay, their suits start around $400 for a much better quality. So it's definitely not a money thing by any stretch. You know, it's just a better quality thing. Now, of course, it's easier to just go to the mall and get yourself something. But sometimes you have to go the extra mile if you really want something that's quality. You know what I mean? But like I was saying, man, suit supply, they are in most cities. It's just that a lot of guys, I guess, don't really know about them or care about them. They just think it's easier. Let me just go to J. Crew. I've heard that name for years. All the suit supplies have been here for a while now. But no, <laughs> nowhere near as long as J. Crew or Banana Republic. So 
in a way I understand it because people are familiar with those names. But no, nah, man, there's a lot more options out there for you if you're willing to look. And this is what I'm trying to do with this podcast is try to open your eyes to other options out there. In episode 20, we talked about why you shouldn't be getting your shoes from the mall. And here we are in episode 21 talking about why you shouldn't get your suits from the mall either, especially from stores like J. Crew and Banana Republic. So that's what I'm saying, man. I'm not getting paid by either of these companies, by the way. Just want to make that clear. <laughs> and there are other stores as well that aren't in America or in Canada that are much further from us. And they only do things online, even if it's custom. But with those stores, typically a lot of them are going to have you measure your best fitting garment. So if you are somebody who's just starting out and you don't really have anything that fits you well yet, then it's better to go to those two stores that I mentioned before, get you something from there. And then once you're happy with that, then you can graduate into those other types of stores. So eventually I'll make another episode about those other stores that I'm talking about. Matter of fact, there's a store right now who's um, making me a suit. So it's going to be... Actually, what they're doing is they're doing a trial suit first, and I should receive that around the last week of December, early January. And the way that works is once I receive the trial suit, I'll take some pictures and send it back to them. And if there are any adjustments that need to be made, they'll make them, and then they'll finalize the real suit and send it to me. So I will definitely be speaking about that once I'm done with that process, so I can tell you, here's where to go next. But for now, that's what I would recommend, man. J. Crew and Banana Republic is not it. Now, with that said, I have seen lately that J. Crew did hire somebody new who's in charge of some of the designs, and it is looking a lot more promising than before. It's still not ideal and perfect by no stretch. But some of the things that they are doing now is better. And that's not all their suits. This is just like a small section that they have where they're doing more classic stuff. And to me, that's a good start. So if they can stay on that trajectory, then I can see them being an option. But for now, I would still say to stay clear because most of their stuff aren't like that. You know what I mean? But they are, at least it seems like, they're trying to change some of those things. I don't know what the hell's going on. I think the neighbors are like cutting their grass or something. Not cutting their grass or I don't know what the hell they're doing. It's winter, so they're not cutting their grass, but they're doing something. So if you guys hear something, I apologize. But yeah, man. Don't get your suits from J. Crew, Robin Island Republic. You can do a lot better. So this is the part of the show where I answer your questions. If you want to participate, all you have to do is go to I'mNotAGentleman.com, click on the microphone on the lower right corner, leave your name and where you're calling from, and you can leave me a question in the voicemail for a chance for it to be featured on the podcast. This question comes from Elliot. Let's hear it. Hey, Vladimir. My name is Elliot, and I'm from Denver, Colorado. You've mentioned having a split-toe derby in either burgundy or oxblood as one of your essential footwear pieces. My question to you is, what color belt would you wear with those shoes? Would you try to match the belt to the color of the shoes, 
or would a darker brown belt work as well? Let me know what you think. This is a question that I get often. Well, let me start by saying, personally, I don't wear a belt. I wear suspenders, like I was saying before. But with that said, some of the shoes that I usually recommend to guys, shoe colors, you're not really going to find belts that match those shoe colors perfectly, unless the maker that you're buying it from is going to have those types of colors. So, for example, I recommend Burgundy a lot of times. I recommend Ox Blood a lot of times. And typically, those kind of belt colors are going to be harder to come by. Although, you know, if you go to some of those shoe companies, they do have belts in those colors, but those are harder to come by. So the way that I feel, once again, this is speaking from someone who doesn't wear a belt, I don't think that the belt and the shoes have to match perfectly. So I have light brown shoes, I have dark brown shoes, I have medium brown shoes, burgundy shoes, Oxblood blood shoes, black shoes. What you want is for the belt to be in the same color family as the shoes. So obviously if you're wearing black shoes, you want to be wearing black belts. Or if you're wearing, let's say, medium brown shoes, dark brown shoes, or light brown shoes, I feel like you can wear the same belt for all three of those. What I would do is get a medium brown belt that way it's in the middle. So it's not too far from the light brown shoes and it's not too far from the dark brown shoes. You know what I mean? So that's what I would do. But let's say you want to get a lighter belt and a darker belt. So you have two, then that's fine too. You know what I mean? But I don't feel like you have to have all three for those. You know what I mean? Because let's say you do have a darker brown belt. You can possibly wear that with your Axe Blood shoes as well because they're going to look similar. So I just feel like they just have to be in the same color family. They don't have to be the same exact color. You know what I mean? Part of me does feel like a hypocrite, though. I'm not going to lie. Because, like I was saying, I don't wear a belt. But what I do wear is a watch. And ever since I started to get into watches and watch straps, my watch straps and my shoes got to be a perfect match. And I will not have it any other way. (laughs) With that said, I don't really recommend that for other people because I think that that's just me being OCD with that kind of stuff. And I also happen to have my own watch strap company. The link is in the the show notes, by the way, if you want to get yours. But I have access to those things a lot easier than most men. So therefore, I can tell my strap maker, make me a strap in this color, Here's a new pair of shoes I just got. For example, I got a pair of green shoes, so I was able to get the same exact watch strap for those shoes. But most men don't have access to those kind of things. And like I was saying, most makers don't make belts in those colors. So it's easier for me to get my watch straps in the same color as my shoes than one would be able to get their belts in the same color as their shoes. I hope that makes sense. So I would say, yeah, to keep it in the same color family, but it doesn't have to match perfectly. So this was number 21, Why You Shouldn't Get Your Suits from J. Crew or Banana Republic. The podcast is old enough to drink now. This is crazy. <laughs> Come back again next week for another fire episode of I'm Not a Gentleman. Peace. Back in that, back in that bag again. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Back in that, yeah. Tell them to watch 